This episode may trigger a lot of people, especially women. Finally, podcasting back at your ass again, <laughs> your host, Blaze. Listen, man, okay, I, I named this episode, okay, but I'm not a misogynist, though, because, look, this society, man, it got me questioning things, and I do feel like it's just one of these sort of things that I look at and I'm like, now, if I say it, I'd be a misogynist. Even if I'm looking out for the safety of women, I still would be looked at as a misogynist. Let me tell you why. Number one, I don't agree with women working overnight. I don't agree with that. I don't think that women on average, especially when you're around the millennial, the millennial age, like if you're in your late teens, early 20s, 20s, and early 30s, let, let's just say about this. The demographic from about 18 to about 35, 37 years old, uh, 36 at most, okay? I don't believe that women should be working overnight. I just don't. Um, it's for safety reasons, and we all know that the night is when a lot of like more like crime is more likely to happen at night. Now I can't back that up with stats at the moment, but it's just that I'm not saying that somebody won't it's you're more likely to get killed during the daylight or something is to happen to you towards the daylight. But remember a couple of weeks ago, uh there was something that happened with the lady in Harlem and she was going into the liquor store, and those men sat up there and beat up on her and stuff like that. That was at night. You understand what I'm saying? That was at night. And I'm not saying it in a way where it's like, yo, you're just going to be randomly attacked, right? But it's just something doesn't sit right in me. Like, if I was in a relationship with someone right now, and, you know, they tell me, look, babe, I work overnight, I do da-da-da-da-da, I would feel some type of way about it. You know, even my parents or any of the the females in my family, like I would feel some type of way about them working overnight. And it's starting it's starting to get to that point. I'm starting to feel it and it doesn't feel right to me. Right. That's number one. Number two. We have to go off of what you see now on social media, because unfortunately, a lot of the time that we consume is through social media, regardless if you're the person that doesn't have. This Instagram app, you don't have Twitter, whatever apps is popular right now. The, the, the idea about it is a lot of these like attention is a lot of this stuff is like seeking attention. And I'm going to bring that up later in this episode. And um, just the, the ultimate attitude about a lot of women in this society. Like, you know, I don't I don't say things out of my mouth to complain. 
You understand what I'm saying? I say things because I'm just like, okay, well, I'm not going to lie like I don't care. I do care. I'm in the dating market. I'm in my I'm in my 20s. So, of course, like things that I see, I'm going to be affected by it because the woman that I want to choose, she might exhibit those type of traits that I don't like, which there makes her very unmarketable, which decreases the likelihood of me finding the woman that I want. See, it's a lot of men that are go online, what rather YouTube, Instagram, whatever, and they say, oh, yeah, uh, uh, these women out here, yo, I might as well be by myself and blah, blah, blah. I am cool with the fact of the matter that I say I need a woman. Maybe not right now because things is just going a little bit haywire, but I'd never lie and say that I don't need a woman. No, I need a woman. I have no problem admitting that. I have no problem saying that. I want to be with a woman. Damn it. Whether it be for procreation or whether it be for just a lifetime commitment or something. Like, I don't like one of those type of things where men try to say, like, oh, you don't need a woman. Like, oh, you could da-da-da, this, that, and third. No. You need a woman when your shit is together. You need a woman when you're doing well and you're good. You feel what I'm saying? Like, look, listen, man. Let, let's let's cut to the chase, fam. It's it's brothers and it's men out here that are, that'll say, I don't need no woman. Um, you know, they might commit to things like playing with themselves as a way to just not say, say independent. I'm an independent man, yo. And this, that, and the third, like, I'm not the type. I'm I'm the type that says, no, I need a woman. But it's just that so many criteria that I see now where it's just like, okay, is the dating options hopeless? Do I have to deal with a lot of key factors? Like, do I have to deal with a single mother? And I'm, and I'm, listen, I'm not trying to shit on single mothers, but it's like, sometimes I hear the excuses that come out of these women's mouth about the men that they had a child with. And I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Certain cases. And that, yes, I understand there are certain men that could be abusive. They could be physically abusive or they could be emotionally, emotionally abusive. I get it. Right. I'm not saying for y'all, like, I think sometimes there are women that are the anomaly, right? Like certain women that didn't choose to be single mothers, right? I get that. I get that 100%. But then there's also women who are just straight up like ungrateful to the man that they had a child with. And that the man took it upon himself to actually want to help out with the kids, even though he doesn't really like you, he'll still co-parent with, well, he still likes you. He wants to co-parent with you and make sure everything is cool. But you're giving him a hard time. You want to take him to child support. You want to put him on child support, take him to court and all these different things. I'm talking about the women that do it intentionally. And certain, and then there's certain things I have to look at. Like, I was just on the M101 bus the other day, the other night, yo. And I was just looking in the back because it was this emotionally disturbed dude on a bus just talking crap, yo. Like, this, this Dominican dude. And... I'm minding my business with my headphones on, right? Like, I'm headed over to the train. Like, I'm headed over to uh, St. Nick, I believe. And this, this Dominican cast are arguing with one of the... Not even intentionally. Just random, like, two women in the back. So-called black women, of course. I think one of them knew Spanish, but she still looked like a Negro. And she was, like, arguing with the dude, right? And then I look over, and then I see her friend... That has a child, 
Like, that's her child. I don't even know how old this girl is. This girl looked like she was in her late teens. And I look back and I be like, what is up with these niggas and they nuts, yo? Like, y'all been sitting up there impregnating the chicks that it's not even attractive. Like, full-on buffalo-looking-ass women, yo. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, these are the things. And I forgot my other points, but it's like one of those things. Do I have to deal with single mothers? Do I have to deal with radical feminist-ass women? Do I have to deal with that? I don't want to deal with a feminist, yo. I really don't. Like, I've had the pleasure of conversating with certain women that claims that they are about women's rights and about, like, feminism. And I ain't gonna lie. It was this one... I remember it last summer, just last summer, yo. Like, I just remember it. it was, this girl was actually pretty attractive, yo. She was actually pretty attractive. And she was talking to me. She's like, I understand where you're coming from. Because when I started talking, y'all know how passionate I get. And I was talking. I was like, yo, like, I don't like, you know, this whole thing with, I don't like Black Lives Matter. Um, I don't like feminism. I think feminism is a fucking sham. Like, I don't respect it. Like, I don't think it's a problem for me. And it's not a third. And I swear to you, this girl took my hand and I felt heat. You you know that heat when your 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 heart starts beating fast and all that other stuff and she grabbed my hand and she was like, "I get it. I understand." And I was like, oh, "Okay. I I like the way you flirt with me, low key. You just told me what your sign is too. So, I think we vibe vibe. You know what I mean? But it's just it was at a point I wasn't really care, caring to deal with people. So, I was just like, do I have to deal with radical feminists? Do I have to deal with a woman that's about this IG model and all this thirst trap photos and all this bullshit and, you know, the type of girls I say, oh, I can do what I want, which goes on to the radical feminism, feminism direction or the women, the women out there that practice, practice Wicca or if they don't practice Wicca, they're involved in some type of spirituality. Um, I love myself spelled C-E-L-L-F. Do I have to deal with women like that? Like... Not saying that there's something wrong with those spiritual type of women. Like, I don't... Because I'm a spiritual man, certain things is off-key to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain things that I don't like as a man. And I'm just like, you know, on a spiritual essence, I can't rock with that. Because there's just certain things. And I, and I know, like, I've seen this girl on YouTube. All the examples is going to go into my, my show later today anyway. Um, there's just this woman that I saw on YouTube who's heavily attractive. But her whole entire thing is talking about dates and about how a man is supposed to be a provider and you're supposed to pay my bills. Like all that bullshit that they talk about. And I'm just like, if you shut up for a second, right? If you shut up, miss, and you talking about having attraction oils when it comes to your dates and how to get a man to like you through these attraction oils, maybe you might learn something. You don't want to be, you, you talk about femininity. You don't even know what the first thing about femininity is. Do I have to deal with women like that? unconsciously like do i have to deal with women like that and my last one my last one do i have to deal with women not the educational women those those ones they still go into the radical feminism type of ploy as well i'm just trying to think of like other type of women that just seem like i have to deal with you know what i'm saying like i don't want to deal with women like that you feel what i'm saying um, it's off my rocker, but we're going to continue with this episode. 
And this segment, I feel like, is going to be about the modern day woman argument. I don't like the modern day woman argument for a couple of reasons. First of all, I do believe not every woman describes this trait. Again, I'm not a misogynist. I'm just pointing out a flaw with a lot of modern day women. And the thing about it is, is that when we're talking about the modern day woman, right? Like the the equilibrium, the the um the equilibrium and all these different things that go on in society, right? Like we understand, like coming from a community such as mine, I understand the damage. I understand the psychological mindset behind men and women based upon what we all had to deal with from broken homes and situations. And I'm not saying everybody, but, you know, the modern day woman, you know, all these different things about equality and all these different things, like you have something to prove. And that's the thing that I don't like. It's like, as a man, there's always going to be something unique about me that's not unique to you, right? And as a woman... There's going to be things that's unique about you that's not going to be unique to me. And that's why I say this this whole entire argument people try to put up and they say, oh, a woman can do the same thing a man can do. No, you can't. You can't. You don't have the same muscle mass as me, right? And listen, yo, I have no problem admitting it. I, I'm, I'm a skinny dude. Like, I'm not skinny to the point like, yo, you a skinny, skinny dude, but I'm at least skinny. Like, a lot of people might say, oh, certain people say that I'm athletic. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'm skinny athletic because I don't really work out as much as I used to. I should get back into it. But my thing is, I still have more muscle mass than a woman. And I've said this. And I think the problem that I have is that we, we, we're constantly trying to make this whole thing that a woman should be on the same level as a man. Now, I don't think by n- nature women are dumb, right? Like my first teacher is my mother, right? And I've always looked at my mom and been like, my mom has done so, so much great. She's always supported me, still supports me to this day. I'm always going to honor my mother. My father, always going to um, honor him as well. You understand? But my thing about it is staying on topic when it comes to women. Like, I've never thought for a second, like, my mom is dumb. I never thought any of the women in my family are dumb. They're not. You understand what I'm saying? They're very, very intellectual. They're very great people. You know what I'm saying? They, they you know what I'm saying? They, they, you understand? You, you know the vibes. You know the vibes. And I think that this whole entire thing about being equal and in talking about, oh, this is the way we do it and blah, 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 blah. It just takes away from the uniqueness. And I think the problem in this society is that when you try to make it a utopia and you try to say everybody is everybody, it's like, no. Like, we can go off the argument that we have. We can break it down to personality traits, introverts versus extroverts and extroverts versus ambiverts. You know, I don't even know where I stand. I think that I would be more of an ambivert. I have my right mix of introvertedness and extro extrovertedness, right? Um, interest. Like certain people have interest in different things. I have an interest in history. I have an interest in, you know, creative things like music and 
photography and all these different things. There's things that help me stand out from everybody else. Like there's certain dudes that's into the mumble rap, that's into trap music, that's into popular music of today. I'm not into that. I'm into 80s and 90s music. I'm into alternative underground rap, whether it be, you know, the artists of the day of today or artists in the past. And that's why I'm saying there will never be a utopian society. And with that being said, it just irks me like sometimes women need to make a point of this society. Like, oh, yeah, look, listen, I'm a firefighter or I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a bodybuilder. Yeah, I work in construction. I move <laughs> plywood and all these different things. I'm like, that's not a good look for you. You understand what I'm saying? For me, like, I just look at things and I'm like, that's not a good look for you. It's not a good look. And the modern day woman, like, I just can't express it enough, man. The modern day woman wants to view all these accomplishments that she makes as a way to say, I'm on the same level as a man. Now, I know some of them say, don't say it in that way, right? And some of them may say, like, I'm not doing it for that. But to, to the average man's eyes, it's about trying to be on his level. Oh, we need to pierce down the male-dominated field. I said, well, why don't you pierce down in a women's-dominated field? Why do you need to go for a modern, uh, a, a heterosexual man's field? You know what I'm saying? A, a normal man's field. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't compete is the point. And I think that certain women of the society, they want to compete. You know, and it's not a good look to compete. You're not proving anything to nobody. It's like you're a contrarian, like you're looking for a reason to be negative, like you're you're looking for a reason, you're a provocateur. Like some of y'all are trying to provoke the idea that you can outdo men in these different factions and it's not it's not a good look for you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just stay where you at. There's nothing wrong. And I think a lot of people need to understand like certain men like me have these conversations. I'm not saying that a woman is worthless. A woman has a definite position in the society. I just wish that they would realize it and not take it as a form of weakness. It's not a form of weakness. It actually makes you a great woman if you have that. Like there's certain women that say, yes, I earn this amount of money, but I want a man who earns more than me. And I respect that. There's certain things about women I can understand and I say, I get it, right? Like breaking down the most simplest things to breaking down the more complex things. Now, I get it. A woman wants to have a man, right? Wants to have a man that's a provider. Yes, we're living in a society where women make more money than men, right? And I think in my hypothesis, I may be wrong. I think certain women, when they earn these, they earn these businesses degrees or they earn, you know, more money than men. I, th- I think that it has to do deal with a lot of the beauty industry, beauty industry or home and health. Like it still goes around to the everyday basic needs or the everyday, you know, glam up concept of the woman. Like this is just pure analysis. I don't have no data to back this up. You know what I'm saying? Maybe my joint is anecdotal and I have no problem admitting that. But to me, I think a lot of these women, when they get their businesses and all these other stuff now, don't get me wrong. I've heard a lot of women, certain women that say that they're involved in real estate. Dope. I cheer them on. I definitely do think that owning property or being able to, you know, say, hey, I can rent this property out to you for da-da-da-da-da. That's great. That's awesome. 
I will never take that away. And I've always said, I will never say that a woman's accomplishments is not great. I will. It's the fact you matter, you brag about it, right? But getting back on topic, my thing about it is, is that I think that a lot of these businesses that these women embark on are just basic everyday necessities, right? Basic everyday things that, you know, people just are able to do. Like, for example, in my hood from where I'm from, I see wig and weave shops. <laughs> Y'all know I don't like weaves, yo. Y'all know I don't like weaves, but that's not the point. I see women, you know, that make their own oils, their own body oils, make their own beads, make their own clothes and all these different things. Again, I'm not saying that's not a good accomplishment. It's absolutely great if you make those accomplishments. It is. But I'm saying these businesses and also modeling and also like other things that's out there, these businesses is still geared towards other women. So it's not really like a game changer to the point where these businesses is like something that's out of the blue for women. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to say like, I'm again, I'm not trying to say that they can't do it. You know, and I understand that there are women CEOs and all these women that have all these great things. I don't knock women for making a stride. I'm not knocking women for following their dreams. It's a complex conversation, however, because to me, it's just like, well, that's great. But you just have a business and just like you have a business, not necessarily in nonsense, I don't see anything special about the business. You know what I'm saying? It's like women naturally is going to be greater for women to succeed in this society because women are like the top consumers. Men don't spend the way that women do. Like I've started to even notice that with myself as a man. Like I don't spend, I could be good for months. The only thing that I ever really spend on is transportation and food. That's really what I spend on. And I just have to pay my bills. But I don't really spend money on crazy things like that. Well, women, they got to have this. They got to have that. They got to have this. And they got to have that. Let's not front like that doesn't happen with women because it does. It does. We have to really be honest here. It does happen with women. And I just think that the problem is, is that the modern day woman sees herself of trying to compete with a man. And that's, again, is not a good look. So you heard what I said in the intro part of this episode when I had talked about I don't agree with women doing things like working overnight and taking positions that are more geared towards a man's strength. And I stand by what I said. This is a thing. I remember in personal times, certain family members of mine who are female They had to do things like work overnight to provide and do all these different things. And, you know, I honor what they did to this day. I used to work in as a janitor. I used to work as a janitor and I was around women that would work all night long. I'm talking about starting from like maybe six or seven o'clock in the evening, not leaving until 
maybe seven or eight in the morning. I don't remember the accurate the accuracy, like what the time frame was, but that was t- type of the time frame because I would leave late. I would usually leave around the latest I ever left. I think was around five in the morning, and you know uh, they would have me out to these different places, like out in Brooklyn or sometimes Long Island City, downtown Manhattan, all these different places, and you know. There's women that I worked around that's like, you know, they some of them sometimes, you know, the women that tell me their stories, they be like, oh, yeah, I'm 35 and I have three children. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to do everything I can so that I could put my kids in a bigger crib. Yeah, I'm a single mother. Some of them are not single mothers. Uh, some of them are not single mothers. Some of them are women that are not in relationships. They're single. Um, some of them. Some of them are in relationships, right? I know at my job, of course, certain men wanted to try it. And what I mean by try it, you you know what I mean. Like, yo, you know, can we can we take this over to uh, you know, the the, the bathroom real quick? Now the cameras are not in the bathroom. Like, let me just let me show you something. You know, trying to come on to these ladies and all these different things, yeah. And I talk about safety because Regardless if you're a man or a woman, I don't want you to get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want you to get hurt out there. And I just think that with taking these overnight positions, you know, you're more at risk. It's crazy ass people. I mean, yes, now we're in COVID, right? We're still in COVID-19. But before COVID-19 happened, you know, you're going on these trains and stuff like that. People are wilding the F out. You know what I'm saying? They're, They're wilding out. You're having these deranged people smoking K2 on the 2 train, 3 in the morning. Like, I'm seeing dudes in hospital gowns on the train. I'm seeing dudes that want to pick a fight with me for no particular reason. Minding my business. I'm on the L train at a certain stop in Brooklyn. You just got people who look straight up bugged out. I've dealt with it. I've come a long way as a man knowing and seeing how the city works. And I understand, like, this is just New York. This doesn't compare to other cities and other towns out in the U.S. or the world for that matter. But the reason why I feel some type of way about women working overnight is because of that. Because there's still... The subconscious, right? Or not even really the subconscious, just the reality of how people still view women. Whether you even be another woman to another woman or a man to a woman, they still view the woman as weak. They still view the woman as being able to be picked on just because she's a woman. And that's the reason I have a problem with women working overnight. You know, um, other things like other things that I feel happens, it's like, you know, you had the women that were working overnight as prostitutes, right? Um, now they say sex workers. There's so many cases about how women would get raped out of their money. About being a, a sex worker, quote unquote. But that's not even the point. My thing about it is we're talking about safety. Overnight 
a reasonable time for a woman to get off work, I would say 9 or 10 o'clock. The latest. I can't put in rules. But women being in the workforce, we live in a society where it's capitalist, so everybody got to work. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got to work. Men and women got to work. We can't live in a... We can, but it's really not possible, and it's based upon income, that a majority of women have to work. Like, when it comes to being in a social climate, everybody has to work, like I said. So women do have to work, but, you know, the whole stay-at-home mom narrative is pretty much dead If you can only if you can find an online job. And I'm pretty sure we're leaning towards that because more and more people... It's starting to look like at different options. A lot of people don't want to do the nine to five anymore. A lot of people just want to be able to work from home and not have to worry about, and especially because of COVID, a lot of people prefer to work at home and make money online than to go to work and risk having a goddamn coronavirus affecting them. Right? Again, I just have a problem with women working overnight. I remember two years ago, at least two years ago, got off the two train, getting on the 102 bus. It was a so-called black woman driver. He had this elder man giving the driver a hard time and call her all types of bitches, hoes. Yo, get off the bus. I'm going to fuck you up. You a bitch. Da, 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 this, that, and third. All of this he said to that woman. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. How can you disrespect this woman? She drove you to your stop, bro. What are you doing? Why are you arguing with her? She, she, she's doing her job and she's trying to get you home. What are you doing, bro? So I stepped in and I was like, yo, bro, I don't appreciate, appreciate how you talking to that lady like that, bro. You can get off this bus and we can do some gangster shit. And he was like, yeah, yo, come off the bus. I was like, bro, I'll come off this bus and fucking jump you, bro. We can do that. And that's my thing. Now, what if it was I wasn't there? What if the other people on a bus didn't care and this man rightfully attacked her? I even remember back in 2016, I believe, there was a female conductor who got attacked by a passenger on a Manhattan-bound J train at, I believe, Essex Street. Took the train out of service. But just the fact of the matter that he had to attack a woman for whatever reason, it didn't sit right with me. And of course, it wouldn't sit right with anybody for that fact of the matter. And I actually think this was during the daytime. So don't quote me if I'm wrong. But it's just like... I look at certain positions. I look at certain times like you're putting yourself in harm's way. Right. And I would rather a woman still be able to work, still make her money, but make money in a way it's safe. And I feel like even job occupations like now I was saying earlier about being a firefighter and then being because uh, I've seen women sanitational drivers. Like saying like women, like I've seen, no, I ain't going to lie. I've mainly seen about one. I've seen one, but I'm pretty sure there's more than that. 
And it's like before I used to be like, yo, I like the fact the matter that they have women firefighters. And I was like, now I don't. I'm like, no, women should not be firefighters. You know, yes, they should be in the ambulance, the medical field, more nurturing type of occupations and careers. I'm just being honest. I'm not going to say that it's a bad thing, but women are nurturers by nature. You know, doing the hard labor stuff like, you know, fighting fires and taking people out of burning buildings and then like, you know, getting a hose, which is naturally heavy. And you got to do all these different things as a firefighter. You're putting yourself in danger. Like I just seen on Worldstar the other day, yo, like there was a firefighter that got knocked unconscious by a falling AC unit. And I'm sitting up there like these are the different risks that you have to take as a man. Now, what if that was to drop on a woman's firefighter's head? Then what? Then what? She would have been knocked unconscious. And I only say this because it's about safety. And I just, again, like, I don't like how certain women think that they have certain, something to prove. And it's like, as a firefighter, you don't have nothing to prove. As a woman, you don't. Like... As a firefighter, you're risking your life. Men die on a job every day. Men, I think men are more likely to die from an occupation than women are. They just are. I don't, I don't again, a lot of what I'm saying is anecdotal because I don't feel like bringing up statistics and all that. But that's the point that I'm trying to make. It just bugs me. It just nags at me. Like, I don't like seeing it. And, you know, I would wish for the advancement of women in different fields and careers, absolutely 100%. But then there's just certain things I just have to go back to and I'm just like, nah, I gotta give you pushback for it. It's just not for you, even construction. I mean, I'll, do, I'll see women, you know, waving around a flag or directing traffic and all this other stuff. That's fine, that's fine, right? But then when you have women or what you call butch AG or dykes, right? When they decide to get into construction, of course, they have the mannerisms as a man. They try to act like they're a man. They're pretendians. You know, they try to act like they could be a man. So it's like they get into the workforce and they be like, yeah, yo, I got to do this for my baby and this, that, and the third. And it's just like it's a hardball because I don't like arguing about butch AGs or dykes. I don't like arguing about them. It's just that you have the hardcore ones that just are trying to compete on the level as a man and it just does not work. You have titties. You have a fallopian tube. You have ovaries. I got a nutsack. We are not the same. I don't give a damn if you rocking an afro, them, them Queen Latifah braids from Set It Off. You're just not in the same field to compete with me. Like, it's not a good look. And I can't tell all lesbians, like, don't be a lesbian no more. Become a straight woman. You know what I'm saying? I can't do nothing about that. Their, their path is their path. They have to see the most high. They have to figure out what to do with the most high. I can't really do anything about that. I'd be like, yo, like, you shouldn't do that, miss. You're still a miss. You're not a mister. Because this is a wild ball with that. But that I'll discuss that on a later date. But that's my point. It's just the fact of the matter. These jobs require strength. These jobs require a man's physical output. A woman is not on the same accord of being on a physical output. 
A man is known for taking risks like that. A woman isn't. You know how it was in olden societies. Men went to war. Men traveled from one place to another place on foot for days, weeks, months. Putting themselves out there for positions of the society. And now today, women are trying to do that. And it's like, no, you cannot have your cake and eat it too. Then they sit up there and they say, oh, well, you know, I should be able to, you know, what about our rights? You know, I worked at this time that day of the week. We don't get the same, we don't get the same pay as men. And it's like, okay, I get that. You have to factor in how many times a week that you work. And, you know, that's the main thing. It's, it's about average. It's been debunked so many times. But that's my point. It's about safety. And, you know, this is something I would call maybe deflections, maybe attitude. Because, you know, on this show, you know I keep it honest with you guys. I don't like to hold back. I like to be completely honest with you unadulterated, just straight up 100% myself and whatever I gave into these past four seasons of finally podcasting. And what do I think about the attitude of women and when you have men chiming in? I think this is the, I think I'm going to call this a man versus men over women. Like, (laughs) It goes around to that realm because you got men out there, especially male feminists, or especially on where I come from, the pro-blackity blacks that say that the black woman is a queen. The black woman is a Nubian queen and she's a Nubian god. Or the black woman is God. Like, oh man, like you have no idea how that shit makes me feel. Like, I, I don't know how to, like the black woman is not God, yo. Like, we gotta, we gotta stop that. Hang that shit up. Take the shit out, throw it in the trash. It is what it is. Like a lot of this society does not like the idea of patriarchy. They don't like the idea of manhood. They don't like the idea of men leading. Men naturally lead. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it feels uncomfortable for me to be led by a woman. It it feels very uncomfortable. If I'm leaning on a woman for everything, no. I I don't I don't like that. You know, and you know. It's just not something I really like as a man. I, like, I want to be able to do things on my own. Yes, I have no problem asking certain women about certain things. Rightfully so. I have no problem asking about certain things and letting me know how to do it myself. Or the, the, the great tool of YouTube University to go ahead and fix certain problems myself. It's great. It's, it's, we have so much information and availability out there to change what we need to change, right? But men, or even argue with me, and they'd be like, oh, um, you know, trivial things like protect the black woman, and, you know, yes, the the woman needs to, the woman is sacred, and all this other stuff. I said, why? Because she's able to carry, uh, she's able, able to be an incubator for a baby for nine months? Why? why? Why is that? Because a lot of the arguments don't go past the idea of fertilization and procreation. It doesn't go past that. 
even if they want to use these complex terms and all these different things, why is a woman a God? Because it goes back to the basis that she's able to bring a child out into the world. But this is the thing. And this is the, the chicken or the egg uh, rhetoric that will follow up with this. I sit up there and I say, if it wasn't for my sperm, right? And if I impregnate a woman, if I ejaculate into a woman, then that's the fact of the matter why she gets pregnant. It all goes back to that. There's no other reason why a woman is able to have a baby except outside of that, right? And, you know, all these complex ass arguments, but still though, she carries the child. You like, I don't like having women be too fragile, is my point. Women, I can, like, please, like, Women can be women, but women are not that fragile. We don't need to sit up there and put them on a pedestal and make it seem like, oh, well, women, you got you to gotta be easy with the woman. And this, that, and third. I said, no, I can have a conversation with a woman, but I know that I'm not supposed to have certain conversations with women. I know that I can't speak or speak to women about certain things as a man. It's just regulated. Certain things that I wouldn't wish for a woman to speak to me about because it's none of my business. You like you ever be you like what us as men, yo? Like you ever be somewhere, right? Maybe you have a female friend, or they hanging out with their friends, and usually it. it I've never really had the the honorary points of hanging out with a bunch of women, regardless if I was sexually attracted to them or not. Like just the idea, like they might have been one of my friends, and let's just say that they would have another female friend and another female friend. They're going to have conversations about stuff and I'm going to be like, uh, I got to leave the room. Like when they start talking about their vagina, when they start talking about their period cycles, I don't want to hear about that shit. I don't want to hear about it. Like that's why I say that equilibrium argument is dead. But going back to it, another, it never spins past that. And you got these men out here that say, you know, us as men, we abuse the women psychologically, mentally, and this, that, and that. I said, that's bullshit. I don't, I, don't, I don't look at women and say that I want to abuse them physically or mentally. And I think that it also comes into the idea of fear. Certain women are naturally fearful because they would not like a man to be in his masculinity. Not to say that my masculinity is overpowerful, but what is wrong with me being a man? You know, like, what is wrong with me naturally wanting to do things myself, DIYs, do it yourself, uh, you know, wanting to build things from scratch? What is wrong with me changing attire? What is wrong with me doing these certain things that's required of me because of my strength? And I get it. I may not be as strong as a lot of these men out here, but if I need to use my muscle in something, I will use it. I will not sit back and let things go to the decline. That's what a man is supposed to be. He's a problem solver. That's what we're supposed to do. But when you argue with men about these different things, men that, that's like simps. They're either simps or they're male feminists. I sit back and I be like, well, how could you be a male feminist? And feminism is about trying to be on the same man's level. And that's the problem. Like You're championing, championing on for women that don't view you the same way that you view them. And it's like that conversation is where it gets buck wild because they'll start looking at you and be like, oh, you're mansplaining something. And I, I, I look at them because I'm like, this is coming out of fellow man's mouth. 
Do you not sound like a bitch right now? You understand what I'm saying? Like that bugs me. And then on my side as a pro blackity, uh, 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 from coming from the pro blackity black sector or whatever, shout out to my brothers, yo, because I still rock with y'all. You know what it is. The so-called black woman has that's doused herself in feminism. That is a rabbit hole that they stay in. And they will use the most masculine ways to demean the so-called black man. And I'm talking full on, you ain't shit. Y'all are responsible for the single mother pandemic. You don't provide nothing. You didn't give us a community. We're in shambles. Da 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 da. Because of you, black man. And I just be like, wow. So you want me to protect these women that have that type of trait and can be disrespectful towards me just because of my existence, because of something that happened in the past that I'm not responsible for. Are you are we serious? You want me to protect women like this? They're not getting my protection. It's not going to happen. And I'm not going to allow it. And I'm not saying this is all so-called black women, because for the other the so-called black woman, that's, you know, minding her business, doing what she has to do. I'll stick up for her. I'll be there for her. I'll protect her. Like even random women in the streets, yo, there's been certain things I've seen men do and I would notice myself catching on to it and I would walk slower because I want to give the woman the idea. I got you without even actually saying it. Like I'll see a man following a woman in the streets, right? And we're walking on the same exact side, side of the sidewalk and we're working, walking at the same pace. If I see him walking behind that woman, like I walk slower just to see what he's doing. And I'll look back and I'll look at the woman and I'll be like, you got this? You good? You know what I'm saying? That's what I do. But a lot of people don't notice that. You know what I'm saying? And even when it comes to elder women, when they cross the street, I walk slow. Just to make sure that they don't get hit by a car or something happens to them. I do that. And again, it's about the reciprocation. I'm not asking for anything. I don't want your phone number. I don't want I don't want no money out of you. I don't want nothing. I just want to make sure you're good. I don't talk about it because I'm all about action. And I get it. There are women out there that say, I just want to be safe. And I get that. But it's just that. How am I supposed to deal with certain women when they have an attitude to say, well, you ain't worth nothing. You ain't do nothing, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I ain't do nothing. You don't need my help then. See you later. And that's that's the reason why it's hard to have a conversation, conversations with the dude that talk about the black woman is God. And um, besides black women, just women in general, oh, the woman is sacred and this, that, and the third. Like, no, like I'm not dealing with those conversations. I'm not dealing with you folks out there that talk about you know, the woman is equal to a man. The woman can never be equal to a man. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just like I was saying in reciprocation, the man can't be equal to the woman. You can't. And it's okay. I have no problem with that. It's, it's no problem with that. That doesn't make me a misogynist. But I just wish that men on that type of accord, that makes you look like a beta. And I'm not sitting up there trying to say that I'm an alpha. You know what I'm saying? I don't even like going with those terms. I'm just a spiritual man. 
I believe in the most high. I'm trying to make my connection stronger with the most high. And I'm trying to get myself on the right track on my journey. So I don't like really going with terms. I'm, I'm not really dated for this society is my point. I'm not really dated for it. I can only speak, speak on experiences, things that I see, and then I can back it up with some certain information if it calls for it. But it's just that male feminists versus men is a problem. And we're speaking towards the ideology of women. That is where I have to put my foot down and say, nah, yo, I'm not dealing with that. I'm getting on my own. It is what it is. You feel what I'm saying? It's not me, son. I think I wanted to make this last point, but I don't know if it goes upon what is it that I was talking about before. Because it's really on my mind, and if I don't say it, I don't know if I'm going to say it in another episode, or is it just that I have to get to the point, right? The idea of women expressing themselves nowadays, and what I'm talking about is them IG challenges, what I'm talking about these female rappers out here nowadays, it's what I'm talking about. I think a lot of people miss the mark when us as men critique these women for things like having OnlyFans, twerking, and you know, talking about being sex workers or supporting ideologies that are stems away from the heterosexual male. And I'm not gonna even just say heterosexual male, I'm gonna say the heterosexual masculine male, right? And let me explain why. Because when you hear the content of women, right, they're not understanding subconsciously they're doing stuff for men, right? Because their actions and what they're saying is what they want to do for men to please themselves off of the male validation. But at the same time, the way it's being presented is very raunchy and very ghetto to say the most, right? And you'll ask me, you're like, yo, Blaze, what are you talking about? So for instance, listen to a Megan Thee Stallion song. Listen to some of Doja Cat's songs. Listen to Asian Doll songs. Listen to City Girl songs. Look at OnlyFans as well. What is being told in those songs is usually always sexual. But there is a type of masculinity that goes into it. So understand where I'm coming from. My favorite example is Megan Thee Stallion because she exemplifies this all the way. Her whole thing is, I want to fuck. She wants the dick. She likes twerking. She wants to twerk on men. Okay? She will wear the lingerie in those videos. She will wear just bra and panties if it calls for it in that video. Why is that? Sex appeal. Still going off the beauty of women. 
Now, a lot of people may say the Jezebel spirit, the succubi spirit, all these different things. I am learning not to get into that conversation until I know exactly what I'm talking about. So until I get there, I don't even want to use those terms because I don't want to just be outwardly dumb and not know what I'm saying. So I won't even say that. But there is a spiritual essence to that. It is. It is. This is what she's talking about. She's talking about hot girl summer, which gives into the idea that women should be able to be independent, do whatever they want, sleep with as much men as they want without no problems. Because now women don't like the idea that a man can have more than one woman. That a man could smash one chick this time and smash a chick the next time. So again, you have women counterparts that say, well, I could do the same thing. I could do this. I can have sex and da 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 and this, that, and the third as much as I want to. I could catch as much bodies as you. And the thing about it is... I'm not saying this is the fault of Megan Thee Stallion, like she started it, because this is already a thing. Let me just get that out the way. There was plenty of other artists that might have done that, or women might have had that type of thinking way before Megan Thee Stallion came into the picture. But let me tell you why it still meets the male validation. Everything that she's saying is talking about pleasing a man sexually. But the way it's being presented is in a very masculine way. Why? Because she knows as an artist that she's getting a lot of pushback from that. Why is that? Because it promotes whoredom. It promotes whoredom. And I think a lot of people have a problem with men like us calling that out. Nobody is saying that a woman can't express herself in a certain way. But when you leave the message to the average woman to be like you, Right. And say, yes, please, your man on social media by making it known that you're shaking your ass and you're half naked. Okay, Like. That's the thing. And when you give them pushback for it because they promote hordism, then they want to argue and say, oh, I can't do that. But y'all could do this and y'all could talk about how um, a woman can suck on a dick and this that, and the third. And it's like. I get it. I get it. You do have men who are naturally misogynist that do not view a woman for nothing more but just a pair of ass and tits. I get that. They don't think about the psychological level, what they're capable of and all these different things because a woman can have wisdom. I'm never going to say a woman can't have wisdom, but where it's coming from, how it's being allowed And all these different things out here still offers the masculine mindset. Who exhibits this masculine mindset? The best, in my opinion, city girls. Look at their music catalog. Look at what they talk about. They're talking about getting the bag. They're talking about getting the money or robbing somebody or having a sugar daddy. They openly say these things. They also say, I don't like dealing with broke niggas. Now, if I think about it, this this whole entire paradigm, I'm going to break this down right now. The concept of broke niggas, I don't understand where that idea comes from. There are a lot of knuckleheads that decide to date women when their pockets is not full, when they're not financially stable, when they're not doing what they're supposed to do as men. I get that. 
Now, I would say to men, if there's any men listening to this podcast, do not date when you're broke. Do not date when you don't have a job. Do not date when your shit is not together. Don't do it. Just don't do it. It causes a whole entire havoc for yourself. And if you have kids, obviously havoc around you and your kids. But I'm talking for the bachelors. Do not date if you don't have your shit together. Please don't. And I'm just saying it because the personal experiences, us as men, what we have to do, we have to make sure that we're on our tippy toes. It's going to take a while. It's going to take all these different things to do what we have to do. But believe you me, i rather date. No, excuse me. Let me leave myself out of it. Um, You would rather want to date when your stuff is together. I wouldn't care if you're maxing out ships 40 hours a week and you're making a good amount of money or you're making a, you know, minimum wage. You know, as long as you can provide for yourself and you're in a stable position, that's when you should date. So the whole broke nigga narrative is a way to demean our group of men. Number 1. Number 2, it's a way to make the woman more powerful and demean the man for his situation. And what I notice is a lot of women want a reason to say something negative about men. And, you know, we could say it's penis envy. We could say whatever it is. But city girls are the type of girls that's the everyday ratchet hood rats that promote shit like this. And... It's not about being grumpy. It's not about being all bitter as a man. It's not about none of that. Because I've always said, regardless of whatever it is in this society, I need a woman. I'm not I'm not trying to spend the rest of my days being single and by myself. Now, I like to be alone. I like my alone time. And I do cherish my alone time. But I dare not ever say that I don't need a woman. And especially you have this still-on narrative that women push I don't need no man. I don't need no man. No, you do need a man. Like, I hate that because you don't hear it as much out of men's mouth saying, I don't need no woman. Like, you don't hear it. It's rare for you to hear from a man, oh, I don't need no woman. I never say those things. I say I need a woman. So even with that, I might be called a simp. I might be called, yo, bro, like you crazy. Even when I say that I still want to date me a North American Negro woman or a so-called African-American woman. You got dudes out here that are say, yo, you, yo, you really want to do that? I don't think you should do that, bro. The attitude and this, that, and third. I've had the pleasure of dealing with North American Negro women that defy those stereotypes. And even if they had that one trait that I didn't like, they didn't act like an asshole towards me. You know what I'm saying? Like in my recent dating experiences have nothing but good reviews. I have nothing negative to say about the women that I dealt with. Well, I have critiques. Yes, because certain things that they did was foul. Maybe that was about maybe one or two people. But for the most part, I have mostly positive things to say about women that I've dated recently. I don't really have anything negative to say. Like, I'm more of about showing love than I'm out about trying to be on the hater type of aspect. But my point is, the the alpha, the masculine woman type of ordeal 
it is still trying to seek the male validation, but it's in a way to say, well, this is how I do it and you should accept it. No, that's not how it goes. Then I see these memes online, um, memes of how you have the animations of the so-called black man and then it's the so-called black girl with a weave, right? And there's this conversation or whatever, back and forth conversation, and then the, the man winds up leaving. Like his head is turned a different direction or whatever. And, um, you know, I see the memes. It's like, you know, oh, yeah, what, uh, I want to I talk to you. I want to be able to da-da-da. So the girl replies, oh, well, you know, my rent is this much. My bills is this much. Can you pay all that? Da-da-da. And he's like, well, why do I have to pay all that? And then she leaves. And it's just like, this is the toxic behavior I'm talking about. Because you're not understanding. So you you want a man to pay for all of your stuff that you was already paying before you met him? Like, why should I be obligating on paying your bills if I just met you, if I just started dating you? Like, I have to give you a reason for you to trust me, right? Like, I have to give you a reason why I could seem like a life partner to you. And that's why I say, like, this this stuff right here, man, like, it pisses me off because it's like women of that caliber don't seem to get it. And it's just that you're not understanding the world doesn't revolve around you. Never will. Never will. I don't give a damn if Kamala Harris was to become actual president. I wouldn't give a damn. I wouldn't give a damn if Hillary Clinton ran again and she became president. The world does not revolve around women. Now, and especially in olden societies, what it was always in a warfare. And I guess this is why a lot of women don't like that. But of course, like in a warfare, it was all about men fighting men. And the thing about it is, who's being taken as captive was the men that got defeated, yes, but the women and children. Women and children were seen as the same in those olden society. They was always seen as, yo, you just, if you fill a child's mind up, you know, with the information we give them, with the indoctrination that we putting on them, like the women is going to rightfully agree with it. So we conquered the men by getting through the women and the children. That's just naturally how it was in these olden societies, man. Like, you would have to take the L as a man and get your children and your women indoctrinated. There's nothing you could do about it. And it's like, where were the female warriors? Where were the female uh, uh, warlords that was killing off these people? Now, if anybody got any history on that, let me know. And I don't want people talking about Queen Khalifa. You know, um... I don't want people talking about that. If it's Khalifa, I forgot the name. But that's my point. So otherwise than that, that's all I would like to share on this. But, you know, my personal view on the world is I still would like to date. You know, uh, you know, and of course, this affects me. So I should talk about things like this because it's very important for us to have an awareness of what could possibly change or what will probably stay stagnant in this society. And, you know, especially as men, we should be able to put our foot down and say, you know what? Hey, this is not okay. This is not okay. I don't agree with it. It is what it is. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Finally Podcasting with your host, Blaze. Peace and hair grease.